Okay, hey everyone, and welcome tonight to day number three of our um, Book of Acts devotional, our daily devotional. I'm just doing some special effects here, so give me a moment, and I'll put that on for you so you can see it. Yeah, um, so this is the Christ in the Crisis series that we're working through all the way through till May the 31st. And as you see on your screen there, uh, May the 31st happens to be Pentecost Sunday. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what Pentecost means tonight. But uh, on Pentecost Sunday, May the 31st, we're going to do a giveaway of a brand new iPad. And it's going to be based on your knowledge of this series. So if you watch daily, Monday to Friday, I'll have video devotionals every day. And then on Sunday, we're going to be uh, doing a one major theme in the book of Acts each Sunday, which will conclude on the uh, 31st of May. So I want to give you a little incentive so you watch and so that you learn. A lot of people are not familiar with the book of Acts in the Bible's New Testament, but it is an incredible book because it shows how the early church lived, even in a state, you could argue, of constant crisis one after the other. Uh, and yet they lived with great hope and great expectation and great power, even as uh, as they were so young and such the early church and in persecution and so on uh, exploded in growth. So uh, we're going to be working our way through right up until May the 31st. So share this feed, please. Share our son, join us on Sunday mornings and share our stuff and uh, get the word out. As I said last night, there are thousands of people hunting around on Facebook for interesting content and they're they're on their devices all day long and uh, we have hope in Christ that um, that we are talking about and that we are teaching and preaching as we try to reach the one who is far from God so that together we would become passionate followers of Jesus so if you would continue to join with us and share uh, our content that would be uh, your way of trying to help us reach people okay so tonight we're going to just do one verse uh, from the bible's new testament book of acts uh, chapter two okay i've got two bibles open here one electronic and one old-fashioned when the day of pentecost came acts chapter two verse one they were all together in one place so this is after uh, the the selection of Matthias to replace Judas which we looked at last night and uh, here we have a mention a very brief mention of the day the occasion when the Holy Spirit would come and remember Jesus had promised this in Acts chapter 1 that's recorded for us but there's not much information given as to what it would look like what the experience of this promise that he uh, foretold would look like there's not much discussion about it and lo and behold it happens in Acts chapter 2 and we're told by Luke this is the day of Pentecost and a lot of times we skip over that and say, well, whatever that was, it doesn't seem to be too important, so let's just move on. And we, we love the part about the wind and the fire and the, the languages that people spoke that they didn't know and this kind of thing. But it's important that you understand what the day of Pentecost was. Uh, this was a Jewish holiday. So um, 
Leviticus chapter 23 is where you find this mentioned for the first time. Uh, Pentecost is, a, is from a Greek word that means uh, 50. So from the day after the Sabbath, this is in Leviticus chapter 23, verse 15, way back there in the Old Testament law. Uh, the day you brought the sheaf of the wave offering, count off seven full weeks. And uh, in Hebrew, we call Pentecost Shavuot, which means uh, Sabbaths. So seven full weeks. And this would have been uh, um, a- after the first day of Passover. So it continues. Count off 50 days up to the day after the seventh Sabbath and then present an offering of new grain. Note that little phrase there, new grain to the Lord. So it's an interesting way of calculating it, but you do the math and it's 50 days after the second day of the Passover. Verse 17, from wherever you live, bring two loaves made with two tenths of an ephah of the finest flour baked with yeast as a wave offering of first fruits to the Lord. This was a pilgrimage feast. They had to make an appearance before the Lord, and when the temple was constructed, they had to make an appearance at the temple in Jerusalem, and this is what's going on in Acts chapter 2. Present with this bread seven male lambs, each a year old and without defect, one young bull and two rams, a lot of animals. They will be a burnt offering to the Lord together with their grain offerings and drink offerings of food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. Then sacrifice one male goat for a sin offering and two lambs, each a year old for a fellowship offering. Very complex system, right? The priest is to wave the two lambs before the Lord as a wave offering together with the bread of the first fruits. They are a sacred offering to the Lord for the priest. On that same day, you are to proclaim a sacred assembly and do no regular work. This is to be a lasting ordinance for the generations to come wherever you live. It was a pilgrimage holiday of which there were three, Passover, Tabernacles, and uh, Pentecost, So, or Shavuot, again in the Hebrew. And this was a, a celebration of the harvest. Uh, it is alluded to in the book of Ruth, actually, which takes place around the harvest season. Uh, so you might want to read the book of Ruth as a as a reference. But I want you to note that one little phrase, um, count off 50 days and so on, and then present an offering of new grain to the Lord. And isn't it interesting that on that day of Pentecost, that is the day that the Holy Spirit came on this group of 120 believers They were empowered with the Holy Spirit. We'll talk more about that in the days ahead. And the church was born an offering of new grain. It's like the fulfillment of the feast because the church is, uh, in a sense, a new community here that is birthed in Acts chapter 2. 
the word church it has uh, all kinds of history as to where the word comes from. But the Greek word that's used in the New Testament is simply a word that meant gathering or meeting. Uh, congregation is a good, a good English word for the word ecclesia in the Bible's New Testament. So the word church is not really a new word uh, in the New Testament. It just meant gathering. But the gathering of people around Jesus, the risen Son of God, the Messiah, who rose from the dead. This is a new community. This is an offering of new grain. And this time that we live in allows us in many ways to get a fresh understanding of what church is. Church is not a building. All the church buildings are closed, uh, except those who may be allowed in some places to meet or some who defy government orders and choose to meet. But all the church buildings were closed. But these people in the book of Acts had no buildings. I mean, and their temple would be destroyed within a mere generation of the book of Acts. So they didn't have any buildings. They didn't have any mortgages to worry about. They didn't have uh, the, the It was not the same at all as our understanding of the modern church today. And it's not that the modern church is all bad. It's just quite a different understanding, right? So uh, it, this was the gathering of people. These were the people who believed in Jesus, the risen Messiah, the Son of God, God in the flesh, fully human and fully uh, God at the same time. And so wherever they would be, maybe they would be in a house, maybe they would be out in the public square preaching the gospel, maybe they would be on trial somewhere. Uh, wherever they were, they were the church. And this is what the church is. It's not about a building that people meet in or a set of rules that people follow or a, a denomination that they're uh, a part of. Uh, all those things are, are, are fine and they all have their place. But ultimately, the church is about people, the people of God all over the world. And I have a feeling that many of you who are watching this, and again, I encourage you to share uh, this post with others, you're part of the church. You're part of the, the whole household of faith around the world, not a physical household. It's like an invisible household made up of real people. And that is foundational for our understanding. You, it doesn't matter if you close a building. You can never close God's church. Jesus said, I will what? Build whose church? My church church my church and when he's the builder it's going to last so um again i hope that hope that that helps you understand a little bit uh the significance of the day of pentecost again we'll be talking about this over the next few nights into sunday morning join us at 11 a.m on our live stream and if you're brand new with us and it's your first time visiting if you uh take the time that sunday morning to give us your name and your contact info uh, just email and cell phone. I'm going to give you a nice little $10 electronic gift certificate so that you can get yourself a little coffee or something to take out, of course, over at a Tim Hortons near you. All right. So, uh, again, share this feed, share this feed and uh, and and keep tracking with us. And uh, God bless you tonight. And I look forward to being with you again 
tomorrow. Have a good evening, everyone.